Hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Wow. God bless you for coming to church this morning. Amen. How many of you have been blessed since you came? Steph, I have been blessed tremendously. Hallelujah. God bless you. Cry for simple but powerful song. Hallelujah. I just want to, before we go into the word of God, I just want to <coughs> re-emphasize some of the announcements that I wanted to do it later, but I may forget. You know, we, when God tells you to do something, you do it. Hallelujah. When God tells you to do something, you do it. So, all that we are doing is what God has asked us to do. And I know it's for a purpose. Hallelujah. It is for a reason. Hallelujah. And whatever God has planned, if we do it faithfully and diligently, it will work. Amen. So we have embarked on an evangelism drive, and it is not a drive for two, three weeks, but something we need to keep pushing. Hallelujah. And then we have our discipleship class. We've had it for two weeks. And we'll continue to have it. And it is for those who want to learn something about Jesus. You see, like disciples, you want to learn. You want to learn about God. You want to learn about the things of God. You know, we've heard about God. We know, we've heard a bit from here and a bit from here and a bit. We've put it all together. And sometimes the picture is not complete. So you want to learn about God. You want to learn about the Holy Spirit. You want to learn about Christian values and virtue. You want to be taught. Just as you have come to the university to be taught how to be whatever, an economist or a philosopher or a, a, a manager or a lawyer, a doctor, a nurse. In the same way, we must learn God and be good Christians. Hallelujah. So it is something meant for us so that we can grow with. So if you are interested... That is the word. If you are interested, Saturdays from 10, we are here. Come and join. And if any other person, you have other friends, other people want to come and join, let them come. Amen. Then on Sunday evening, we have another service. I call it a service. For those who want to, you know, you have reached, maybe you want to do mightier things. You want a greater anointing. You love the work, the ministry. I want you to come from 6 p.m. on Sunday for a special service for those you see, so that it is not like it's not compulsory. You understand? It's not by that one you choose to come. Okay, so that we don't have people who are like when you are preaching and you are taking more than one hour, one and a half, and then they are yawning and they are sleeping and they are looking at their watch. And they are wondering when no you understand so it is like you have availed yourself to come and flow in a certain anointing and grace so don't come i don't want people to come and disturb me you understand because when you yawn it disturbs me it says a lot of things you understand so don't come there yawning and sleeping and it doesn't help the flow so that is a special service just that like the discipleship class is also special it's not compulsory not even for leaders. I wanted to let all it, but it is not not because I want people who truly want to be there. I are you following me? So if it is just three people, 
will three people want to go very deep onto the things of God. Hallelujah. So let us not say that, oh, your time is your, you can do whatever you want. After Sunday, oh, I want to do this, visit friends, watch football, there's telenovela at this time, I can't say, that is fine. But for those who are ready to go an extra mile, hallelujah. Amen. So God richly bless you for coming to church. Shall we pray? We have just about 20 minutes and we should be out of here. Uh, 40 minutes. Father, I thank you for this wonderful day. I know, oh God, that you have ordained this day for greatness. You have ordained this day for signs and wonders. You have ordained this day that your children may hear from you. I pray that even as your word comes, oh God, let your word which is full of power, your word that is able to create out of nothing, your word can, can change the lives of people, your word that can transform every situation, let that word come unto us and let it touch our hearts, oh God. Let every resistance be broken in the name of Jesus. Let, oh God, every wall that has been put up be broken. Let our hearts be smooth and cut by your word. That, oh God, we may indeed taste and know that the Lord is good. I pray that this atmosphere is for you, sweet Holy Spirit. Let no devil or demon have any, any foothold in this place. We give you praise and we give you glory. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. 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 This semester, our theme is others. It is just one word. Others. Others. Other people, apart from ourselves. Other people. Others. Some of us. You have always been taught me, 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 me. I, 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 I. But now we are talking about others. So that our lives will not only influence our lives, but our lives will also touch others. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. As a, 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 a tree is judged by the, 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 it's not how big it is or where it is stand but by the fruits that it gives off and in the fruit is the seed and the seed is what causes the tree to become to go to places that it could physically not go to because it is a tree in one place but it can go to other places by the influence of a seed hallelujah so may you also produce fruit and may you produce seeds, hallelujah, so that your life will not only be in Cape Coast, your influence will not only be in, in, in Ghana, but your influence will go beyond, hallelujah. How many of you want your life to go beyond Ghana? And some of you want your life to be only in Choco, Choco, and James Tango. Some of you didn't lift up your hand. May that never be your portion, that your life will be in Choco only. Even though you don't like, I want it for you that your life will go beyond Jamestown and Osu. Yeah. Hallelujah. If you're in Takra, beyond Market Circle and Anaji. If you're in Cape Coast, beyond Kotokraba. Yeah. If you're in Kumasi, beyond Bantama. May your life go beyond Bantama. Hallelujah. Amen. Let's turn our Bibles to Luke chapter 16. We are going to talk about Lazarus and the rich man. Luke 16, 19. 
Lazarus and the rich man. Now we say there was a certain rich man who was clothed in purple and fine linen and fed sumptuously every day. And there was a certain beggar called Lazarus, full of sores, who was laid at his gate, desiring to be fed with the crumbs which fell from the rich man's table. Moreover, the dogs came and licked his wounds. So it was that the beggar died and was carried by angels to Abraham's bosom. The rich man also died and was buried. And being in torment in Hades, he lifted up his eyes and saw Abraham afar off and Lazarus in his bosom. Then he cried and said, Father Abraham, have mercy on me. And send Lazarus that he may dip a tip of his finger in water and cool my tongue. For I am tormented in this flame. But Abraham said, Son, remember that in your lifetime you received your good things. And likewise Lazarus evil things. But now he is comforted and you are tormented. And besides all this, between us and you, there is a great gulf fixed so that, so that those who want to pass from here to you cannot, nor can those from there pass to us. Then he said, I beg you therefore, Father, that you would send him to my father's house. For I have five brothers that he may testify to them lest they also come to this place of torment abraham said to him they have moses and the prophets let them hear them then he said no father abraham but if one goes to them from the dead they will repent but he said to him if they do not hear moses and the prophets neither will they be persuaded though one rise from the dead hallelujah so this is a very popular parable of jesus and whenever jesus gives a parable you must pay attention because you and i we have not been to heaven before in fact you and i we have we have we have faith and we have hope in what he has said that there's an afterlife and it is like this but we have not seen it and we have not known it and we, in fact you we can't even imagine it because even when you read revelation and it describes the throne of god and talks about how there is a sea of, of crystals and glass and you see some of the things are even scary a, a, a living beings with a head of a lion and a bear and they are covered with eyes all over and six wings i mean it's, it's that's why some of you don't read Revelation. It's too scary. Yeah. So when Jesus is speaking, we must pay attention. Because he knows more than all of us. Okay. Now Jesus said there was a certain rich man. See, sometimes when you read, people are preaching, they say that, oh, a certain rich man. You see, when the, the name was not even mentioned. So a certain rich man. You understand? But usually when you, we use a certain rich man, we, want, or we use the word a certain person. You want to hide the identity of the person because if i want to say that oh somebody did i say oh, uh, i want to share a story and tell you about how something happened i'll say that oh somebody or a certain person 
That means I want to hide the identity. You understand? Um, so that when you use the word a certain, it doesn't mean the person is a nobody. It may even mean the person may have been the president or the governor. You understand? So that word, when I hear people say that and their names were not mentioned, it means when your name is mentioned, that you know if they mention that it doesn't mean anything. But when they rather conceal your name, it may mean that you are more important and you don't want people to know. I understand him. So let's say that is just by the way. So a certain rich man was there. And he says that this man lived, he had fine linen. That means he was fashionable. He had clothes. He dressed well. You understand? Very well. And then he said he fed sumptuously. It's a word, isn't it? So if you don't understand, write it down. It's a word. Sumptuously. Means that everything was nice and rosy, was good. All the things you imagine for yourself, think about it now and add a little more. That was the man's life. Yeah. Sumptuously. You understand? And then he says, Now there was another man called Lazarus who was a beggar. Okay? And this man was full of source, problems, no comfort. And he didn't even have a place to stay. He laid at the gate of this rich man. May you never lay at the gate of any rich man. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Desiring to be fed with the crumbs which fell from the rich man's table. It's not a good thing. It's not a good thing at all. But that was Lazarus. His life on earth. I don't know why Jesus chose to use that example. You could have said the rich, uh, one rich man and another rich man. You understand? But he used a poor man. Very poor. And he said that, and even dogs came and licked his sauce. You now have sauce already. And he had even given up. He, he was so weak and tired, he couldn't even drag. Like, you see, it's like when, when you see the people, when you watch, there are some, you watch documentary of people in Somalia and Ethiopia, you see that there are flies all over their life, and the children are just there. They are just so weak and hungry, they can't even swat, swat the flies. It's not a good thing. So he couldn't, he was, he was so dejected, he was depressed. It was life was hard for him, very hard, very, very, very hard. Yeah. Let's not go into, let, let's move on from there. It says, so it was that the beggar died and was carried by angels to Abraham's bosom. The rich man also died and was buried. He didn't hear of any angels. So it means when some people die, this is Jesus' soul, because you and I, we have not died before. You understand? But if Jesus has died and resurrected, even if you don't believe him now because he was died but he had, he has died physically and resurrected also physically practical dying and practical rising up so he knows about life and death more than you but even before that he has been there from the beginning of time so jesus is saying that when some people die angels come for them and when some people die it's like they don't die like, it's like it's like you, they, 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 you just die you understand? You, you, you go. Some people die in this angelic visitation. 
they are sent to come and what? And carry you, angels. Wouldn't it be nice? That's why death will not be scary for some. Because when you, you die, you, know, you open your eyes and say, there are some five angels or more. They are carrying you, you are flying. You have not even traveled first class before. Angels are carrying you to Father Abraham. Yeah. That's what Jesus said. I didn't say it. But there are some people when they die, they, they just bury you. You are buried. That's, you are buried. That's all. You enter the grave. They put you down. Finish. You are there. Yeah. He died and was buried. And before he knew it, I don't know how he got there because angels didn't send him. See, he said it was the man was the rich man also died and was buried and being tormented in hate so he just buried just like and he woke up and he was in torment no in no announcement that you are going here or you are going there no a brochure to tell you about hell that, that, that this is how it's going to be this is the, the, the way to go, you are dead. He no. He said he died like that. He woke. Hey, torment. That's it. <laughs> that was it. You see, and then he lifted up his eyes and saw Abraham afar off and Lazarus in his bosom. You see, now when you read this story, we have an idea that Lazarus went to heaven because he was poor and he suffered. And the rich man went to hell because he was eating well. So we are always told when you eat well and you are dusty, you go to hell. And then when you are poor and you suffer, you go to heaven. But it cannot be the case because when Lazarus went to heaven, Abraham was there. And he was even in Abraham's bosom. So it, the qualification for heaven and hell is not being poor and rich. Because Abraham was very rich. Okay? Turn your Bibles to Genesis 13, verse 2. I just, that's all we read and we'll come back. There are other scriptures I could have used to tell you about that. In Abraham's house, he had 318 fighting men. Just because he went to war with three kings and beat them. One man, not a nation, with his fight. So if the fighting men were 380, what about the wives of the fighting men? And then their children. That is when they say household at that time. It's not a small thing. Okay, so Genesis 13 verse 2. What does this say? I'm not even there. Anybody to read from? Is it on the distance? So it's an Abraham. And this was even before he became Abraham. Abraham was very rich in cattle, in silver, and in gold. So the qualification for heaven is not poverty. So Lazarus went to heaven for a different reason besides the fact that dogs were licking his wounds. He was eating crumbs. It cannot be the reason. Because otherwise Abraham would not be there. Are you understanding me? Otherwise Abraham would not be. Because the Bible says Abraham was not even rich. was very rich. So the poor, the rich man going to hell... It's not because he was rich. Are you understanding me? So there must have been something 
that allowed Lazarus to go to heaven and the rich man go to hell. How many of you want to know what, what that was? Yeah, I, I also want to know. But let's read. Then he cried and said, Father Abraham. <laughs> you know, you, he didn't stop saying Father Abraham. I'm sure anyone said he was saying Father Abraham. When he's in hell to say Father, but it doesn't change. It's not the name of the person you mentioned. You can be in hell and be shouting, Father Abraham, you still be in hell. You've been hell shouting, Oh, Daddy Jesus, and you've been hell. Once you are in hell, you are, it's finished. So he was saying, Father, and later on, we said, Abraham even called him son. Yeah, so they said, Oh, my son, but you are, in, you are in hell. Yeah. So don't be deceived by certain traditions and active because the jews were like abraham is our father when you read john 8 they almost killed jesus because of that yeah when jesus said they needed to be saved to come out to be free when he told them in john 8 32 say you shall know the truth and the truth shall set you free he said but we have never been in bondage we are not slaves just as when we tell you that be saved he said ah, but i don't i'm fine he said abraham is our father i'm a member of this church this person is my pastor. He knows my mother. He comes to our house. But when you mention Father Abraham, you may be in hell. Eesh. And he said, have mercy. You see, the mercies of God at the point don't work. When you are in hell, mercy does not work. Mercy works now. And grace works now. But when you are buried and you, either angels take you or you just die and you are buried and then you wake up in torment, mercy doesn't, it is finished. There's no mercy. There's no mercy. Mercy is now. Mercy is now. The mercy seat is now. After that, there's a judgment seat. Finish. So God is a merciful God. Ask the rich man. God is a merciful God. But he's a merciful God on this side of the divide. When you cross that side of the divide, it's no mercy. Finish. So make use. Everybody needs mercy. Yeah. Some of us, we are, look, one day in your life, you need, some, some of you are so wicked, merciless people. No mercy. It says, blessed are the mercy, for they shall be shown mercy. Some of you are so wicked. Every look, one day you need somebody's mercy. Until one day. Yeah. This man was a wicked rich man. Now he was crying for mercy. is gone. Mercy is finished. Mercy walked out of the door. Is there a mercy here? She just walked out. She's not here again. That's what Abraham said. Mercy is gone. Say, have mercy on me and send Lazarus that he may dip the tip of his finger and cool my tongue. There's a song like that when we were in school. For my Lazarus. There's a lame, then disabled. Then we say, just put your finger in the water. 
Cool my tank was I'm tormented in then I say I'm tormented people that's my voice I'm tormented I'm tormented in there I'm friends crazy to laugh it's somebody's serious serious problem serious problem we are singing it in church I'm tormented and they will be dancing in there somebody's serious thing just put your finger in the wall. I fool my tongue. Hey! The rich man will not be laughing at that song. <laughs> will not be laughing at that song. Say, I am tormented in the flame. Did, look, Lazarus was, you see how the tables have turned. Don't use your life here on earth to, to determine what will happen in the afterlife. Lazarus was on earth begging for crumbs, desiring. He couldn't even talk to the rich man. But now the rich man is also desiring water. Eesh. Desiring water. How do you put it? By the time you even take it in, the water would have dried up. Because you are in fire. How long will it take a drop of water to dry up? But I said, you let him try. Yeah. And this is true. This is Jesus talking. Oh, hmm. I'm moving quickly because of time. I could have taken my time to tell you a few more things. But Abraham said, Son. Yeah, he said, Father. He said, Son. But the Father is there. The Son is there. <laughs> Remember that in your lifetime, you received your good things. And likewise, Lazarus' evil things. But now he is comforted. And you are tormented, so the tables can turn. Yeah. And this life is shorter than eternity. Even if God gives you a hundred years on it, after all, by the time you reach eighty, even the food you are eating, you can't taste. So you'll be saying that that extra you get to hundred eighty is even by seventy, you can't walk well. You can't. Eat. So the rest of if you live even from seventy to thirty, what is the quality of life? In a wheelchair, every day they bath you, they give you pamper. Why? Say, God, take me, take me, take me. Yeah. So it's short. 70 years. Very short. 80, very, 90, very, 102. Very short. 110. Still very short. Compared to eternity. And the question is that the thing can switch you. Can switch. Yeah. 26. And besides, so there are two things. He said, one, you have enjoyed and are suffering. You see? And he suffered and is now enjoying. You see, that is one thing. And the second thing is that, he says that besides all, besides all this, between us and you, there is a great goal fixed, immovable. There is a great divide. It is fixed. Okay, so that those who want to pass from here to you cannot, nor can those from there pass to us. It's fixed. We can't move across. You can't change your mind in the middle. It, it's, it's done. Mercy has ended. There's nothing. There's nothing like it's finished. It's gone. There's nothing left. I'm sorry. 27. Then he said, I beg you therefore, Father. That's why the Father now is becoming more and more. 
that you will send him to my father's house. For I have five brothers that he may testify to them, lest they also come to this place of torment. Now we are coming to learn a few things. You see, suddenly, suddenly, the rich man who had no care for Lazarus or for other people suddenly began to have care for others beyond him. He was condemned, finished. But he could see now that others must be prevented from coming here. The only thing, you see, that would make you think of others and not yourself is that you will get to a place when you yourself, you will see that, no, I have, I have, I have, I have, God, something must happen to you. Many of us, we don't care about what is going on. We don't care about other people. We don't know. So all the people who care about other people, they have realized the, 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 what? the value of their salvation. They have valued the value. They have now gotten to see the value of the mercy that God gave them. When the man was in hell, it was too late, but it was then that he valued salvation. He valued the fact that the things that the people were saying, it is true. And so suddenly, seeing where you see, that is why people who come to Christ and are changed genuinely should have a concern for others. Because when you come to Christ, you see that you were in hell. Yeah. If you are not in Christ, you are in hell. Because two things, either angels will come for you or when you die, you die. So when you come, to, you see that you have been translated because you are on this side, you can be by mercy and grace. You have been translated from hell to hell. So suddenly you can appreciate where you were. And you see that, no, that place was not a good place. But now if I tell you that, you tell me that, no, I am fine. Yeah. So when this man saw hell and was there, he realized that there are others. But last was what as his gate. Oh, they didn't know. The second thing from this scripture, he said that send Lazarus to my brothers to go and tell them. Why didn't he, he, why didn't he say, oh, send me back to where I go and tell them? You see, what I gather from this scripture is that you see, Lazarus, as he sat at the gate, eh, he knew. You don't send somebody to go and do something he has never done before. So though he was tormented, though he was poor, he knew he was already, he was testifying. But they didn't believe him because he was, he was, he was poor. Because he was nobody. He, the people had money. So he said, please send him back. Send, he knows what to please. Say send him. He knows to come and testify. They will listen to him. Send him back. Send him back. Yeah. Send him back. To go and say so the reason why Lazarus went to Abraham's bosom and not there was because he knew he knew something the rich man did not know he knew something he wanted to give the rich man but the rich man did not want 
So the rich man said, even though I didn't take it, my brothers, they are five. I want them to have it. Yeah. It wasn't about rich and poor. It was about knowing God. It was about knowing who God was and the grace and the mercy that was available to him. 29, I'm finishing soon. Abraham said to him, they have Moses and the prophets. Let them hear them. So it means the thing that made Lazarus, there's another point, to buttress what I'm saying, the thing that made Lazarus go to heaven, to Abraham's bosom, this mountain, was the words that came out of the mouth of Moses and the prophets. Moses does not give motivational speech. Moses does not talk about how to become rich. Moses gave laws and commandments. The prophets are the people who were carried by the Spirit of God to write the Bible. So the things that will save you are the things of God. Are the, is the salvation and the message that is in what the prophets are saying. Yeah. Yeah. So Lazarus had the teachings of the prophets. He had the teachings of Moses. It wasn't about money. That's what I said, the, the teachings. They have the prophets. They have the teachers. They are there. I am here, I'm telling you. You are disputing in your mind. I said, they are just holy. Yeah. One day, angels will come. Or angels will not come. Yeah. Yeah. I choose to believe Jesus. And I choose to believe the prophets and Moses now. Now. When I can make a difference in my life, I choose to believe them. You can choose to believe philosophy and Aristotle, Socrates and Hippocrates. Believe them. I will believe Jesus. Yeah. I believe Moses. I believe Isaiah and Jeremiah. You mention your names, I'll mention my names. And then we'll see who angels will come for. They have the God will not change the method of salvation. No. Now listen to the man. We are ending. I have I have to finish. I can do all taco. It's very important to me. Ha, ta, 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 ta. Abraham said they have a 30, 31. Very interested. He said, My father Abraham. No, he said, No, Father Abraham. No. But if one goes to them from the dead, they will repent. They will say, my brothers, they are stubborn. They need a greater persuasion. Some of you are stubborn. Yeah. They need a greater... They say, no, Father, that method is wrong. It will not work. They need somebody. A greater persuasion. If somebody who is dead rises up and goes to them, Abraham, they will change. My father, please send Lazarus. Some of you, you have that we are telling you lies. Yeah. So he said, I know my brothers. I know them. They are five. They are more wicked than me, more stubborn. They need some angelic hosts coming with some scary things. That's what they need. And listen to Father Abraham. 31. But he said to him, 
If they do not hear Moses and the prophets, neither will they be persuaded, though one rises from the dead. Human beings will do what they want to do until they want to change. The word of salvation is in Moses and the prophets. It's in coming to sit here and listening to me. Whether you like it or not. Say, if God is wicked, if God would just bring an angel and something, then I will know that it's a lie. Omali, it's a lie. They will not be persuaded. I'm telling you, you see, Look, let me give you a, Now there are people who you WhatsApp the same thing. Somebody has gone to hell and come. I've had a dream. I was there. How many of you haven't you read plenty of that? Has it changed you? Has it changed you? Even passion of Christ has not changed you. Yeah. When you say, Oh, this one, they are all lies. What, what shows it is true? That's what they asked Lazarus. Are you sure he even died? Even Jesus would look. They say, if somebody rises from the dead, they will believe Jesus. Didn't Jesus die? Didn't he rise from the dead? Isn't he saying that he's the resurrection and the life? Do you believe him? Stop playing games. Do you believe him? Do you believe him? Jesus has come to die. To rise up, to tell you I'm alive, I'm in heaven. Do you don't believe who, 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 I should die for you? Oh, boy, when I'm not coming back, because I have done what I'm supposed to do. Moses and the prophets, the method will not change. Yeah, you will hear people like us who you don't respect and say want to take your money, and we are the people who have the word of God in our mouth. We have life in. If you don't listen, that is the method. Nobody will come from the dead. Moses and the prophets. Yeah. Foolishness. But she said, that is it. Oh. That is it. Finito. It is finished. Finished. There is no other way. So you can decide to say, oh, I don't trust them. I don't believe them. I don't do this. The prophets, they killed them. Moses, they killed All sorts. You can do all sorts of things. God will not change. He will send me. Then you send my wife, then you send overseer, then you send. We are the people. We take it or leave it. No, no angel is coming. You understand? Nobody. It's me. That, that's it. So you choose to believe or not to believe. Yeah, because even when Jesus died and rose, and there's evidence, people say that he fell into coma and he went to India afterwards. Then you can always reason it out, isn't it? You can always, there's always a logical explanation. Young man, don't sleep. There's always a logical explanation. Moses and the prophets are speaking. You are sleeping. Hmm. Yeah. There, you can always have a logical explanation to the thing. When Jesus died and Jesus said, oh, tell them that when we were sleeping, his disciples came and rolled the stone away. And he said, up till now, that is what he said. That the disciples, the disciples that in John 20 or 19, they had locked themselves in the room. So afraid that we were going to catch them to include where the people went to steal their body. Hey. 
So let us believe what we are doing. Let us know that what Jesus is saying is true and it will come to pass. We will all die and thereafter we will all die and we will see each other across. Yeah, we will see each other across. You see each other. Make sure the person that you despise, you don't see the person at the other side. Because when I say I have pity on you, I'll be very, I feel sorry for, I'll be, I'll be very, but I can't do anything for you. Yeah. You can call me, you can call we'll talk. You shout, Daddy, I say, hey, are you, hey. That's it. There's no hiding. We will see those who are there and those who are there. It's not like hell is a place secluded. And we will know. We will know where everybody is. See, it's like in life, when you finish school, when you are where you say, I'm here. Life is not going on well. So you think in, in hell do you hide. We will see everybody. As I'm passing, you see me because I know me. I know where I'm going because I believe the prophets and Moses. Yeah. But we will see each other either on the same side or on opposite sides but we still see each other and i can identify so it will be too far you can't see the rich man said they were foul but he saw that it was lazarus and lazarus also could identify that hey that's the rich man others this gospel must get to others through Moses and the prophets. If you don't know Christ, you must know him. And if you know Christ, you must become Moses and the prophets. I say, if you do not know Christ, you must know him. But if you know Christ, you must also become Moses and the prophet because nobody will come from the other side but we who are here. Let laziness leave you. Because God is depending on us to send more people to Abraham's bosom. And if you are not going to Abraham's bosom, I am telling you today, you must make a commitment to give your life. To, I am it will happen freely, freely. Plus, it, I am you mark it. Me, I'm telling you it will happen. Tell me I'm a liar. I don't it will happen. It will happen. And it will do what I'm saying, it will ring in your ears. It will I am telling you. Yeah. It will happen. It will happen. As sure as I am sure that today the sun will set and it will rise. I am telling you that it will happen. Mercy will stop. One day, mercy will stop. And all your foolishness you are doing that you thought mercy will always carry you. It will stop. Say, there's no mercy now. It's finished. It's finished. Finish. Shall we rise to our feet? You want to pray? You want to talk to God? You want to talk to God. 
I really wish you enter into a time of prayer and talk to God. Talk to God with all your heart. Tell him, God, I don't know you. I want to know you. Tell him, I want to make it to heaven. It's not about rich or poor. It's not about good or bad. It's about the saving knowledge of Jesus. And if you know Jesus, you want to say that, God, let not Lazarus rise up, but I will go. I will go. I will go. Today Moses is speaking. Today the prophets are speaking. You can decide to believe in Aristotle and Hippocrates. Yeah. Once I have spoken, twice I have heard. Twice God, once God has spoken. Twice men must hear, twice. Take it seriously. That's why God gave you three years, so that you can hear twice. Yeah. Lord Jesus, I thank you. If you are here, you want to give your life to Jesus. Lift up your hand. I don't have a lot of time. You are not saved. You are a sinner. You want to repent. Let's say the thing as it is. You know you are not saved. When you die, you are not sure where you are going. Whether angels will come for you. This one is not because I've been baptized and I go to church or it is not true. If I don't believe it, then it won't happen. It will, I'm telling you, I'm sure it will happen. If you are not saved, please lift up your hand. Let me pray with you now. Now. I'm going to say it three times and that's it. Because we can't wait for you the other. If you are not saved, lift up your hand. I want your hand up above you. I want to squat. I need to adequate. If I don't say, I will not pray. I need to please lift up your hand. One hand, just either the left or the right hand. I don't just lift it up. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. This is the second time I'm I said, if you are not saved, lift up your hand and let me pray with you now. For the third time, if you are not saved, and you want Jesus to come into your life. I say lift up your hand. And let me pray with you. Now. Young man. God bless you. Can you please come to me. Come forward. Come. God bless you. God bless you. Just stand there. Just, no, just, 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 just look at this. You want to join him? Come now. Come now. You just want to lift up your hands. God bless you. Just lift up your hands, your two hands, and just say after me, Lord Jesus. Come into, my life. Come into my life. I repent of all my sins. I repent from all my sins. Come and be the Lord and Savior of my life. Come and be the Lord and Savior. With my heart, I have believed unto salvation. 
and with my mouth I confess you as my Lord and Savior. Today, I give myself to you in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Let me pray with you. Heavenly Father, I thank you for the life of your, your son. I thank you that you have translated him from the kingdom of darkness to the kingdom of light. I pray, oh God, let him stand strong. Let him stand for you. Let him love you. Let him grow in you. Let him become useful in your hands. Let his life be purposeful. I thank you. I give you praise. In Jesus' name. Amen. God bless you. Please take your... When you, when you finish church, please see me, okay? Some people will talk to you after church. When you finish, see me personally. God bless you. You just want to thank God for this morning? You want to thank God for your message? Blessed Savior, If you are here, you want to care for others. That's it. I want to pray for you. You want to care more for others. Just lift up your hand. Let me pray with you. In the next two minutes, I'll be out of here. Don't lift up your hand because to play. You see, we've passed that stage. Don't joke with God. You so whatever a man sows, so if you reap, if you sow deception, you will reap deception. Father, in the name of Jesus, I thank you. That these ones want a passion for others. Father, remind them of their salvation. Remind them of where they were. Hell that they were in that you saved them. That they may know that it is a place of torment. That they may care for others. Show them their life before they were saved. Let them remember hell and where they were before they were saved. Show them hell where they were before they were saved. So that they will have passion. I thank you for these ones. Let them be faithful to what they have lifted up their hand to do. Let them be faithful to it. Let them be faithful to it. Revive your children with your smile once again. I wanna care for others like Jesus cares for me. Let your rain. Let that be your portion this morning. Let that be your portion this morning. Receive the passion. Let your rain fall upon Let 
Thank you, Jesus. We give you praise for this wonderful morning. I thank you for the life that was saved. I thank you for your message that has come to revive and to rekindle in us a passion. Let us walk in this grace this weekend for the rest of our lives. Keep us, protect us. May you not lack this week. May you not be sick this week. May you not know sorrow this week. May God be your portion this week. May you evangelize to somebody this week. May you talk to somebody about Jesus this week. May you follow up somebody this week. May you have a burning desire for somebody's salvation this week. In the mighty name of Jesus, go and be a blessing. In Jesus' name, amen. Shall we share the grace together? May the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the sweet fellowship of God's Holy Spirit be with me now and forevermore. Surely, your goodness and your mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in your house forever and ever. Amen. This evening, 6 o'clock, SHS School of Heart Sentences will have it. Um, should we should we have it here? No, have it at home. Okay, so if you are interested, find my house. If you don't know the place, let's talk to somebody. They'll bring you if you are all interested. If you are all interested, God bless you. <laughs>